Yo, 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 what's going on, my kings and my queens? What y'all doing out there today? <laughs> on this lovely, lovely, what is it, Thursday? Yep. Weekend's coming. I'm working all weekend. But hey, I'd be loving it though, because it'd be cool. Hey, what's going on, though? You all right? You feel coffee on your shirt already this morning? You didn't even walk out the door yet, huh? Side of the bed, that bad day, that bad, bad, bad couple of seconds this morning, huh? You say, Oh, I woke up, realized I don't have no job, and then you laid back down because you was at that job for over 30 years, over 20 years, over 50 years. You said, and they just let you go. You say, man, that ain't even a half. My mama and my daddy, drug addicts, alcoholics, don't never be at the house. We don't never have no food. We always go to school with holy clothes on. We always go to school with nothing to eat. And people always talking about us. People always bullying us. You say I'm struggling in my identity because society is telling me I can be something, but in the inside, I know I'm not that. But something's pulling me to tell me that I am. Mm. Identity confusion. Gender confusion. Yes, forgive me all. <laughs> that was my aunt. You know, we're two years apart. People be so like, oh my gosh, Beth, what? Your auntie's two years older than you? Oh, yep. So, childhood was pretty cool growing up, you know what I mean? But um, back to what I was saying, you know, there's so many things. Yeah. You're feeling like you're defeated because what? You're defeated as a kid. You felt like you had no control over your life. You felt like everybody just did what they wanted to you. You just felt like nobody was around. Yeah, that's how you're feeling. And as you got older, maybe that has showed itself in, in many different forms. Showed up in your relationship, in your job, in your own personal, mental, emotional states. Yeah. You gotta wake up, <laughs> go to a job that you just hate. You hate the people there. You just, you just don't like it. You're just miserable the whole eight hours. 
the only time you smile is when you see the clock say two fifty nine. Yeah. You just woke up and you just can't shake the thought of your husband cheating on you with another man. <clears throat> or your wife cheating on you with another woman. Or you just woke up and you found out that the kid is not really your kid. That she's been lying to you all these years. Maybe you're the only one in your household that believes in Jesus. And everybody wants to crucify you. Everybody wants to treat you differently. Everybody wants to treat you bad. Because you believe in something you've never seen but feel so great. You don't know who to talk to, huh? You just keep it all bottled up inside. You've created all these walls, all these bars. Where if people get close, they just get shocked. Because the barbed wire around all of the walls you have built up. May I suggest a release? God can't put anything inside of us if we have so much inside of us already. It's like trying to stuff a Christmas sock and you just have no, you can't put nothing else in there. That's why everything keeps spilling out, it keeps spilling over. So all the good and the benefits and all the healthy things and all the peaceful things and all the truthful things and all the helpful things, those things cannot be deposited into us because we have all these things that we're dealing with and thinking about on a day-to-day -day basis. And sometimes we don't stop to just say, Lord, take it all. Sometimes we don't stop to just say, what do I even do with this? Sometimes we just do our own thing. And then we find ourselves, right, thinking of all these things. And there's so many other things that I could have said or examples of statements that people are making all around the world, even right now. I hate to say it and, and just be so blunt, but it's so much going on. And even right now at 9.17 p. I mean a.m., there is somebody in this city, in this state, in the next state over, maybe in the next state over, maybe even across the country right now, being kidnapped, being raped, being violently assaulted, domestic abuse, robbery, car robbery. Um, it's so many things that could be going on right now. Deportation, people trying to escape captivity, um, whether it be whatever, slave to anything. 
human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, people being saved. Because <laughs> you have to, you have to put that in there. Because every day, oh, 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 believe it, people are being saved every day across the country, across the world. Because there is a lot of bad going on. Don't get me wrong, but God is doing a lot of of good. He's doing a lot of raising up of people. He's doing a lot of his own stuff because God already knows what it's going to be. But the enemy is trying to take so many people with him as well. And when we think about all these things that are going on, then we don't have time to really think about how God is good and how he has got us through so many other times and how maybe he's really just trying to show us something new, something different something that we haven't seen especially in a day and age because you don't know how vital you really are to the kingdom until God tells you and you, you begin to see not you making people happy but God giving people peace giving people true deliverance So I'm back, my kings and my queens. That was my grandmother. <laughs> Got a little family, yeah. She like, it's today Thursday. Oh shoot, I'm supposed to be at work. See, sometimes. Then I throw your whole day off sometimes, but you don't be throwing her day off. She be like, the blood of Jesus. Yeah, she the grandma. She is the grandma that you was like, basically, can we play another station, Granny? <laughs> well, yeah, I used to be like, went my, so my grandmother, she took me to college, her and my mother. We drove in her white Mustang, top down. Man, I was in that back seat. You would think that because it was just me in the back and then my mom in the passenger seat and my granny grandmother in the um driver's seat that i would be a little comfy man that was the most uncomfortablest ride to tennessee ever then it was the leather seats but the mustang was cracking mustang sally that's what she called it i believe Maybe that was the other one. But anyways, the moral of that was, um, yeah, that was my grandmother. And so, just like so many things we deal with every day, so many obstacles, so many uh, giants, so many just small little things that happen in our day that interrupt our day that are kind of like distractions or things that pop up that we right forgot about. Um, and sometimes those things internalize themselves um, throughout the day and we don't realize that. We don't really see that because we kind of put things off. We put situations off. We put conversations off, you know, and that very well, one person, if they forgot that they had to work, one person probably say, you know what, I'm going. Another person, they probably would get frantic and, you know, start getting dressed and 
even though they're late, it still messes up their day. And you might have another person that just be like, oh, I forgot. Okay, here I'm on my way. Then they'll go in, they'll still do their work, and they'll be okay. We're all different, and we all respond to things different. We all react to things different. We all feel different about same situations. We're all presented sometimes with the same circumstances, with the same situations, with the same relationship issues, with the same children pro issues, not problems, but, you know, issues that, um, or circumstances that come up in our child's lives that we feel like we are inadequate to handle or deal with or, um, not fit enough to provide or, or give or, have a child in our care all those things those feelings those emotions they're all treated differently and we all look at them differently we all have a different perspective about them and but one thing that is true and the same for it all is that god it's it's it's, it's all a connection um at the end of the day so if you have a map or if you have a piece of paper you have a white chalkboard you know, a whiteboard um, with a marker, you picture some dots, just spread it all around. Um, you know, like on them shows where they're looking for the killer, and then they connect all the dots to the one cell phone tower type stuff. So let's do that. And then when you connect all the dots, they all point to what? God created us. So he knows what we're already going through. He tells us in his word that he is God and he is God alone. He came that we may live life and have it more abundantly. So we know that he came and he was of no sin. It said he knew no sin but became sin for us. So all the things that we are truly dealing with, God knows, and he understands the feelings and the emotions and the mental states and the, and the, the craziness and the chaos and the stress and the depression and the anxiety and the fear and the scariness and the unboldliness. He knows the arrogancy. He knows the pride. He knows the confidence. He knows the joy. He knows the happy. He knows the peace. He knows it all. You know, he knows the light. He knows the dark. He knows, he knows it all. And as we all have these different situations because all of those situations that I just kind of named some of those I've went through and some of those I haven't some things we we have not experienced and yet others have but the good thing about it is we don't have to stay in those situations the good thing about it is those situations don't make us A bad person. They don't make us a, a, a counted out person. They don't make us a discarded human being. They don't make us nothing. They don't make us nobody. We internalize things and we make ourselves nothing. We make ourselves feel as if we're nobody or we're discarded or we're thrown away. Because maybe we really don't know our identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And when I say that, I mean like our identity for real in Christ. Change is something so great. It can be scary. 
It can be fun. It can be new. It can be great. It can be fearful. It can be so scary. It can be give you anxiety. It can give you it can give you a lot of emotions and feelings. But one thing I know about change is that if change is required, it has to happen some way. And you have to be a participant of it. Change just doesn't happen. When I was younger, they would say, money's not just going to fall out the sky. Or you would hear people say, stop looking down all the time. No blessings coming from down there. You would hear you hear little stuff like that. At least I did. I don't know. Maybe y'all didn't, but I did. And um, it's really, I lost my train of thought, y'all. But it's really, God already knows what is going to take place. And so he sets it up most times so that we can do the work, so that we can do the steps, as they say, you know, like AA and NA and all those anonymous anonymous groups. (laughs) Forgive me. But that, you know, is something that we have to work toward. We have to put in the time to want to change. We cannot change if we keep doing the same things. I'm not going to tell y'all no stories. I be at work and I be writing stuff down. I be like, Fee, you just be, man, sometimes on your off days, you just don't do nothing. You just, like, let the whole day go by. I be so tired y'all on my off days, but it's like, There's things you need to change. Your routine needs to change. You know, I went from waking up early, early, early in the morning and having my quiet time to sometimes I hit the snooze button now because I'm like, Lord, I just don't want to get up right now. It's too early. I I don't want to talk. But that has to change. For me. It, it might not need to change for you. You might be there. You might be above and beyond. 3 o'clock a.m., you up every day. Kudos. Yes. Well, please, let me hear what the Lord is speaking to you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Because <laughs> that it is it's a beautiful thing. No lie. When, when you're up and nobody else is up and it's so peaceful and you just sit and talk to the Lord. And he deposits what he needs to. Because he'll talk to you. Oh, he'll talk to you. People think, no, you don't talk. Oh, try him out. Do it on purpose. Do it on accident. Oh, you'll, you'll experience something. You know, and so, even though you might have spilled that coffee on your shirt this morning, and now you got to go back home. Or if you like some people, you're like, you know what, whatever. I'm just throw this sweater on. Just go through the day with the coffee stain on your shirt, man, okay? It'll be all right. Now, if you got a little presentation, then maybe you need to run back real quick, uh, grab a little shirt, or button your collar up all the way. 
Or it might be something real drastic where you're really going through a divorce and it might have gotten ugly and you didn't think that it would. I pray your peace today. I don't believe that God just wants us to sit in the sorrow and in the sadness. But we're going to have to go through it a little bit. That is what I do know. I'm not trying to tell y'all how to live. I'm not trying to tell y'all who to be, who to believe in, what to believe in. I'm really not. I'm human just like y'all. I make mistakes just like y'all. I fall every day just like y'all. I sin every day just like y'all. Granted, God has redeemed me and brought me with a price. God has given me life. God has definitely redeemed me and given me, and all of us, free will. But as I accepted him into my life and into my heart, there are benefits that I carry. There is a call uh, on my life. And I'm not saying it's not one on your life, because it is. It's a call on each and every one of our lives. We just got to answer it. The phone's ringing. The phone's been ringing for 50 years. The phone's been ringing for 20 years. The phone's been ringing for 45 years. The phone's been ringing for 37 years. The phone's been ringing for 10 years. The phone's been ringing at, at two months. The phone is ringing while you're in the womb. <laughs> it's been ringing. Oh, man. It's ringing every day. Trust me. But he gonna, he, he, he'll keep calling. But he ain't going to come over to your house and be like, hey, man, answer this phone. Pick this call up. He ain't going to do that. Trust me. He not. But I pray something so moves you if you don't know him. I pray that. Some situation moves you to just be like, okay, let me see who this guy, person they talking about. And I pray that you see him. I pray that you hear him and he talks to you. It's going to be the sweetest voice you ever heard. <laughs> He's the sweetest person I ever know. Even though sometimes I be a little upset. Don't act like y'all ain't been upset with God before. But all in all, he really got my back. And I know that for a fact. And I'm not ashamed of that at all. That's my father. That is my brother Jesus. And he saved my life. And I know he's going to transform and renew me the way that my heart desires to be. There's some desires that's not, that's not well right with him <laughs> that are not probably desires I should probably have. And it might be the same for you. But I do need somebody to know that because God is the Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit, he, he's so amazing 
that he said, I leave with you my comforter. Because he knew that we would go through things in life that would stress us out. He knew that we would deal with heartache and pain and rejection and death and lies and schemes and scandals and stresses and baby daddy and baby mama issues and church hurt and divorce and breakups and friendships being destroyed and families walking away from each other, rape, molestation, human trafficking, sex trafficking, prostitution. Um, and so what? Slavery. All kinds of things were going to come to this world, and he knew that. And he said, I leave my comforter, because he, he wanted to leave us somebody that could protect us, that can help us, that can heal us, that can grow us, that can hold us in the middle of the night when can't nobody else hold us. Uh, yeah, your spouse is probably holding you and probably was holding you all night, but you still woke up like, ah, oh, I can't shake this feeling. But when God gets a hold of you, when God holds you, you come out of that thing feeling fresh. You be stretching. You be feeling like, oh, you just came out the spa or something. Whole body rubbed down like, oh, I don't got no crooks, no nothing. My kitchen even standing up straight. You hear me? <laughs> Gotta do that for you. It ain't nothing I, man, ain't nothing I read. I'm telling you, I know. I know. I know. And it's going to be all right. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He will, he'll do it. Isaiah 41 and 10, he'll do it. He'll do it, he'll do it, he'll do it. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. <laughs> I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He will, he'll never lie. He ain't never lied to me, and people lie to me all the time. He ain't never lied. I might didn't see it yet, but he ain't lied about it. It's coming. <laughs> I love y'all. Be blessed today, okay? My kings and my queens, peace.